Call my mom. So, soy morena, soy negra, apréndetelo, no te equivoques conmigo. Recuérdalo, oye, racista, ignorante, azul, velo, vas a tener que aguantarme. Negra, negra, soy yo. So what are we talking about today? No. Oh, well, I've been in my bag about the white passing bullshit. But I actually blame a lot of these nouveau wokes yeah. for doing that. Like, why are you saying, why are you saying that? Why do you not want to be white? You're white, you're white. We're all black passing then because of the essence of whiteness is how you look. I'm, I'm, actually, you know, I'm not white. I'm white passing. Because I've seen videos with people in sh like explaining what that means. I'm like, no, no, no. Too many gymnastics here. Exactly. Mm -mm. Like, why the fuck are y'all inventing vocabulary to just perpetuate some bullshit? That's really what it is. To, right? uh, to continuously evade responsibility. And to, and new new like, terminologies right, for evasion. It's like whiteness in a new way. Mm -hmm. Like, right? It's like that. I'm white light. Right, I'm white ass. <laughs> What's white light? White, white like. like. You oh, know? Like, diet white. Right. It's white-esque. Yeah, it's diet it's white. white. White passing is diet white. And bitch, you love that milk. <laughs> milk is milk. Right? And it's like, yeah, I'm okay. Like, I think this is where I am. I mean, like, yeah, wait, wait, what is it? 3%? Yeah, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%, 3%
those. Right. And that would <laughs> right. And if, and if you're okay with it, then that's okay. I mm-hmm. think that the problem would come if the person would feel like, don't call me white. I'm white, mestizo, whatever, or I'm because I think that's a difference. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think that for many instances, like people actually won't. Uh, unless you say something that they'll feel is truly problematic, which is one of the in- which is one of the interesting things that I feel like people that 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 default to like mestizo, even they feel like there's something problematic with whiteness, which is why they sometimes want to alienate the children, and they don't want to in- they don't want to embrace it completely. So they want the benefits that come from the adjacency to whiteness, but they don't actually want to claim it. And that's where my my big thing is. My big thing is we can call. We can call you whatever you want to be called. Mm-hmm. Right. Fact remains. But <laughs> not not only fact. I don't really care if it's factual or not. What is factual to me is the access to power that you have. Right. right. That's what I mean. The fact is right. you right. don't have this access. So right. you can call yourself a chair. Exactly. So in this conversation, you know, when how I would like bring that back around, we can be whatever. I can be purple. Right. Right. But I'm not. The reality is that I'm black. Right. <laughs> And I think that's the whole thing, that it's like, don't, like, to me, it's people wanting to alienate, wanting to be cool in some circles, right? And, and then going to access, their Right. Wanting to, right, wanting to have the privilege in other circles. And it's like, that's not okay to me. Like, that's not okay to me. If that's okay with you, then that's okay with you. Mm-hmm. But if that's okay, that's not, right? That's not, that's not what I see as being ideal. So it's like that's the that that would that would that's the part that makes it difficult for me to have consistent engagement and conversation with somebody who wants to default to that because I'm like I know what this is about or at least that's what I'm thinking that I'm like I suspect not always know but like I suspect that this is about your wanting to straddle two sides yeah. so that you have some level of access to both and you're exploiting one and exploiting the other without really you know what I mean like one foot in one yeah. foot out. So it's like, no, no, this is not... Benefits, but not the burden. Right. Benefits of whiteness, but not the the, the burden to com- confront the responsibility. your complacency. Right. You know, your complacency. Yeah. And, and that's the whole thing. That it's like, that's exactly why things continue to perpetuate, because people are often don't... When well, people don't want to pick a lane, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Then... They and accidents happen. Right. And, then, <laughs> and accidents happen around you all the time, because you haven't picked that lane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... And accidents happen around you to other people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly. Yes. Because it's not like, oh, I'm also part of this. Mm-hmm. No, no. Right. Because you are in two lanes. The one, the, the person in this lane can't get across. And there's no room for the other car. Mm-hmm. It's the same concept of like when people say things like, um, oh, uh, somebody, like if we, if Dash, you know, Dash or Jean-Bierre and I are friends and I talk to Dash about Jean-Bierre and it's like, why is she talking about you? What, what what safety you gave her, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That she would feel that comfortable talking about somebody else toward you. Because if you were really loyal, you would just be like, "That's my people." It's like I'm mm-hmm. just gonna be this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the whole thing. That it's like then they're like, "Oh, well, I heard so and so say, or I saw so and so do, or I experienced, and it made me uncomfortable." And, what and it's like, do? why did you feel mm-hmm. so comfortable? Right? You just walked away and felt sad. That's all you did. <laughs> and felt sad. That's the thing. Because maybe like, you feel sad. Yeah. Right. You're complaining so like now. You, right. It's like two years later, they're like, oh, well, maybe I didn't. Bitch, you knew what it happened. Yeah. yeah. You know. And the other the other blatant, it's, it's like this glaring fact that 
in Latin America, in our respective countries, no one calls you Blanquita? You're not, no one calls you Blanca? No one no. refers, you know, because we're always using descriptors. La Negrita. Someone is calling you, what, what would it be in Spanish? Pasando como blanco? Really? La <laughs> No, but like, this language that they're using, oh, the yeah, white yeah. passing, when have we ever used that in Latin America? That doesn't even make any sense. You would say el blanco, la blanquita, whatever. You know, the fact that we're being called negra, negrita, you know, we're black passing, pasando como una negra, that doesn't even make any sense either. And so there's this, I think it's a humongous, humongous disconnect between what people are doing in the U.S. and what people are doing in Latin America in practice, like in practice, day to day. No one... At a, at a meeting, this is years ago, this is probably like 2004, 2005. We were talking about race within the Latino community. And this woman raised her hand so proud. And she's like, you know, I'm from Costa Rica. And I never knew anything about racial discrimination until I moved to this country. And this country is the worst in regards to racial discrimination. I have never seen things that have happened to black people as I've seen it here. So then I raised my hand. I was like, have you been to Limon? <laughs> and she was like, oh, see, that's the coast. I'm like, uh-huh. Because they would look at you funny and they would probably say, I don't know what she's talking about because there is blatant racism in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. I said from San Jose to all the mountains to the to the coast. I'm mucho racismo. And her face was just like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> kind of look. I was like, you I, out my life I said, I'm from Panama. Panama. <laughs> and there's a lot of racism, especially from the Costa Ricans that migrate. So I'm not sure mm-hmm. if, you know, you don't express that in Costa Rica. And then I said, but then I understand. And I said to her, I said, I understand that maybe you didn't experience racism because you were privileged enough to probably treat different people differently Mm -hmm. and not know that you're treating them a specific way. Because I haven't had that privilege. I know that it was racism. But her face was just like, who are you? I was really young, too. Mm -hmm. She was like, who are you? What's your name? Like, she's looking at me like, like, I'm gonna kill you mm-hmm. because I'm usually the only Latina in this group. Mm. <laughs> so she wants to fight, mm-hmm. which I think is something that's really important also to be able to acknowledge. And I know I'm gonna butcher my my thoughts on this, but I think that there's a space where there are some people. I think particularly with like the pale Latinx community, at least what I see on with the pale, yeah. <laughs> Right? However they are, pale, right? Like, they're just, not, they're, right? they're not melanin-enriched, right? How, and I say pale because I we think that... We need to do that, melanin-enriched. Right? Like, I think that there's a group of people that really have found a source of, like... They found an audience. Mm-hmm. Right? Talking... And, and, and this is separate from, like, the nouveau wokes. But it almost feels like they continue to add a white lens on affairs and Angloize them and then almost be mad at everybody else because they're not as Anglo as, as, like, you know, it's like they straddle this fence and it's kind of annoying. I struggle with someone who doesn't do Spanish becoming an expert in Latin. How did you 
fair, Evelyn. I said I really struggle with the idea that someone who doesn't speak Spanish somehow can become an expert on Latin America. Like, I really, that's difficult for me. And I, and I, like, um, help me unpackage that. But let's just think, let's make a distinction. Yes. So, expert on Latin America or expert well, on Latinidad. And the Latinidad and experience. In the United States. Yeah. I mean, even, like, it, it, it shocks me that, like, even the idea that somehow we are having conversations that we justify that somebody doesn't have to know how to speak any kind of, like, understand, right, at all. Yeah, it's like, really mind-boggling yeah. too. When they say it doesn't make you any less, like, you know, I'm like, what are the guidelines here? Right. What's, like, the, well, what's the yardstick here? Well. Because what are you, what are we actually talking about? Like, the... I have it, a little is bit. Is it a I label have... that you guys want? You know, I need to be, I need to be identified as Latinx. Right. That's because so... what are we actually talking about here, you know? Like, because, oh, if you don't speak Spanish, that doesn't make you any, any less Latinx. Okay, cool, fine. True, right? But what agenda is that serving? What are, you, what are we talking so about here? So, my, my, my only, yes, I agree that people that don't speak Spanish... See, I don't, where I don't want to get stuck is, I do not want to get stuck on the, the Olympics of like, who's better and who's not and who's all that kind yeah. of stuff. No, definitely right? not. No, it's not right. right. And no, because people do get stuck on that, right? Mm-hmm. This purest thing around oh, yeah, like, no. because yeah. then you have, then you have people that are Latinos and Latinas right. that are also Garifuna that don't speak don't speak Spanish, sorry. And then yeah. you have people Anglophone. In, in Nicaragua that yeah. mostly speak English. Panama, yeah. Right? Right. And, and indigenous, well, we're talking about, uh, you know, Afro, Afro-Sendientes and Afro, you know, I hate the Afro-Latinx. Um, black people. Because indigenous, indigenous people also face that, right? Oh. In regards to like, yeah. who's indigenous kind of thing. I don't think that if you don't know the languages, or at least a language spoken, mm-hmm in the region you can like what what is really how do you really connect and get your information yeah why well, and, who are, and mm-hmm. who are you connecting and getting your information yeah. from mm-hmm. now there is a whole there's a group of people like those could be my kids if i didn't marry a a dominican man my kids wouldn't probably speak english as um spanish as well as they do that's mm-hmm. also reality would they be less latinos no but and but that's the part. The but that's that 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 Latinx identity part. Um, that's what I also struggle with. On top of what we're talking about, is that what are you actually fighting for? Number one, and then number two, I think what Ev, and what we understand in this circle is we're talking about the Hispanophone focus Latinx um, community here that claim to speak. For Latin that American, don't know the right? Language. That's what in I'm Latin America and in the U.S. That don't yes. know the that don't know, yes. don't know the language, and, language speaker, and they will never, yes. and they never live right. there, and they're not even seeking to um, gain knowledge of, of of the language because if you're going to be a spokesperson for Latinx community, a Latinx community in the states, and claiming that you have that connection to Latin America, but you don't speak Spanish, you're not that's an, an expert in what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. Correct. You that's, know? that's my point. Yeah. And I think that that's where it becomes a little bit difficult. I'm specifically referring to, like, in the United States. Mm-hmm. Because I think that if you live here and you've never had access, real access besides, you know, then I think that that's a much difficult dynamic 
than if you actually live somewhere and you're an indigenous person and you have the experience. Like, that's a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. But definitely there's lots of people who are like, oh, and I think that they defend it too. Like, that's the other side. When when you're held accountable to the fact that Mm -hmm. it's like, you don't speak Spanish, Mm -hmm. you know? They are like, well, you don't need to speak. Then then people start creating other... Oh, then it goes back to the almond milk, right? Mm -hmm. Then it's like... It has been been created for me. I don't know if you have this similar experience. You probably haven't, Evelyn. Based on last name, mm-hmm. because they, ah, people mm-hmm. try, people that don't speak Spanish, yes, try and place me mm-hmm. in in what they, they think. want to quiz you. No, not only quiz me, but they want to make they want to assert their superiority over me. Because it's like, oh, I would have never known that you were Latina because you don't have a Spanish last name, mm-hmm. and I'd be like. Okay. What does that have to do with anything? Number one yeah. and number two, you don't even fucking speak Spanish, right? Yeah. Because but, but, the light skin, Hispanophone surname people who exactly. have no connection, no knowledge of language, no knowledge of anything, who are in that Latinx narrative when we're not exactly. You know? And so that's why I'm like, what is this identity that you're fighting for? And you're you nitpicking know? that exactly. Now. You're making excuses for yourself that oh well, I don't, you know, I don't have to know this. Then the next day, I don't have to do that. I don't have to know that. And so I think with what you're speaking to with the surnames, it's this idea that it was only the Spaniards that colonized Latin America and the Caribbean. When we know that's not true, you had the Scottish, the English, the British, et cetera. We have, but on top of that, we have migration. Like people be moving, (laughs) you know? And specifically, if we're talking about black Latin Americans or black Caribeños, we stay moving where the work is. (laughs) So... It, you know, your surname isn't indicative of anything except that you are a colonized people. Right. how uh, oftentimes Latinx community members mm-hmm. don't speak Spanish, like you said, because of assimilation, because their parents felt that it was more important for us, for their children to speak English um, or to assimilate. And so that was my case. Like, we spoke, we always spoke Spanish in the house, mm-hmm. but I remember my parents and, like, my mother got all emotional. She was like, I remember, you know, we used to speak to you in Spanish and you would answer in English. You were Miss America. You didn't, you know, you you kind of didn't want anything to do with it. Everybody and so it kind, of, that, it kind of broke their heart, they said. Yeah. And so this is how you get that I speak Spanish now only because I made a concerted effort um, to do so. And my husband don't speak no English. Well, <laughs> because... I'm, you know, I have the, the fortune of all of my family members, or at, really the elders, speak English, because mm-hmm. um, we come from, and part of our family history are English-speaking Caribbean workers that came, to, that came to Panama to build the canal. And so I actually didn't have to speak Spanish with my elder family members, with my cousins, my younger cousins, whatever, yes, but I, didn't, I wasn't really forced, because we, my family as a whole have been bilingual in English and Spanish for the past hundred years. And so that, yeah. So I had no no real need, mm-hmm. no real necessity until um, I started doing business in Latin America. And you know, money changes a lot of things. Yeah. And so does love. Mm-hmm. Because um, you know, you're with you're constantly interacting with people that only speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? You have to learn Spanish. And so, back to what you were saying, these people are only interacting in English. Right. They're not forced to have to speak the language. Right. 
And then, fine, you're not forced, but what really grates me is that you have no desire to try to make that connection with mm-hmm. other people who don't speak English. So, like, what are you doing this for? Like, and who are you doing, doing this for? for? For celebrity status. Yes. I'm just been like, yo, this is crazy. But yeah, it's true. And I think that definitely it's it's interesting because my son doesn't really speak Spanish. I speak to him in Spanish now and I find myself... And for the last few years, I've been really upset with myself for never taking that initiative to speak to him in Spanish. And I learned how to speak Spanish because my mother didn't speak English. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, mm-hmm. fine. Even though, And I, I'm grateful that my mom wasn't one of those moms also that... I know lots of people who... They don't speak Spanish and their parents don't speak English. And somehow they yes. like, they understand it and they refuse to speak it. Or I yes. actually know at, at times I had parents, um, friends who whose children, um, whose parents were like, no, don't speak English. Don't speak Spanish because you need to exist in the United States. And so the, the, the desire to fully assimilate for those children meant in part that they would not teach them to speak Spanish actively. And you know, that is the reverse relationship that a lot of our you know folks over i I would say like 70 to 102 or three right in Mm -hmm. in the region yeah especially in black communities specifically nicaragua panama costa rica i'm not sure about guatemala but it sounds like guatemala Mm -hmm. as well that like my my dad my grandmother used to tell him not not to speak english outside the house because he was going to be targeted for right. being Jamaican, mm-hmm. yeah, which they, which we were, we're Jamaican descent. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. the fact that there, you know, during that time, they couldn't walk outside freely and feel like, you know, my home is a safe, a safe and sacred space, and my community is too. They had to, you know, starting like three, four, five year old had to do that code switching. Mm-hmm. And we're talking like 1950s, yeah. 1940s. And even the the pride of not speaking Spanish, or like you said, the Spanish, in that era, it was like, we don't, we're not Spanish people. Those are the Banyas. The Banyas speak Spanish. Mm. And it was a direct result of or how the, they were treated. the Latins. Yeah. My grandmother used to say the, the Latins. Uh, so Who are the Latins? The Banya, the, the, the white, Hispanics. Okay. The, the, everybody not black. Okay, yeah. so in, in, my mom used to say, Los del País. Oh. Okay. Ah, my yeah. God. Los oh, del País. Yeah, so, my parents say Hispano when they're talking about mestizo or yeah. white mestizo. Uh-huh. So any, anything not black, yes. they'll, they'll call that person, person Hispanic. Added. Well, my grandmother used to say the Latins. The Latins mm-hmm. and Latins. But then in Panama, there's also Rabi Blanco, which yeah. is Rabis. Mm-hmm. Which is the like money. Which, which is like the white people, the white people yeah. with money. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. With money. So, yeah. Los so what about the poor white people? Come on, say your names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you can yeah, always. Yeah, but but, 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 in, but in, don't care about them. But then in Panama, there's like there's the rabies, then los que se creen rabies, which are the people of color mm-hmm. or the the not white the, people. The gotcha. Bueno, esos son los hijos. Right. Oh my god. They throw the English in. Oh my god. Oh my god. Gotcha. I love you. But they, you know what? They put it they put it in Siempre Bruja, like the I, I, but people now from the region will not get that because like you you saw some episodes of yeah. Siempre Bruja. 
And so, like, some the college, her college friends, mm-hmm. they would say certain little things, things. In, little things in English mm-hmm. to show that, oh, I speak a little English and you, I have access to that. And yeah. so I'm like, you know, with people looking at it in the States, they're not going to pick those things Correct. up. Those are signifiers of class mm-hmm. and how your race is tied to class. And so the thing with not, like, people of that generation and, you know, the, the Anglophone Caribbean workers, mm-hmm. they were even told amongst themselves that we don't speak Spanish in the house because that's what Banyas do, that's what the Hispanics do, and that's a direct result of how they were treated in society. I totally get it. Because if you're being targeted for speaking English, well, I'm going to push back with exactly what you're targeting me for. Mm -hmm. And so it was that whole dynamic is super interesting because it just depends on your space, the place, the location. And so it may change. And so this kind of, like, going back to what you originally said about these Latinx experts, Mm -hmm. like, what they you're saying, yeah, right. what you're saying applies here, maybe, and probably not. Mm-hmm. That's not sticking in, in our home countries. Correct. And I think that's that's the disconnect. They actually don't think of, of these countries as their home countries. Yeah. They're like, I'm I you know, what is what is in that identity of Latinx or what makes me more Latino or less Latino? What are you what is what are the signifiers, what are the requirements, what are the guidelines? Because Clearly, it, it 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 doesn't mean anything. Correct. Latinx doesn't mean anything if it can be changed and right and and, and, and that's at, at will at your at will it can be changed. Yes. Correct. So at what is will. this? No. What are so, we here for? Yeah. Wait. Hold on. That's yeah. exactly what it is. That if we can continue to like remove requirements, <laughs> right? Then what the fuck? What what are we? What are yeah. we like, but then that also or shows us that. All of these labels mean nothing. Yeah, It's everything and nothing at all. And folks need to, like, humble themselves. And I feel like there's not a humbling. Like, there could be specifically, like, Afro-Latinx born and raised in the United States group. That deal... <laughs> yeah, but, that's but, they, but they're not identifying that that's their lane. Exactly. Right? Your lane exactly. is, yes, Latinx born and raised in the U.S. never seen foot in Latin America and you know don't what? know what's going on in Latin America. And we can, that's your lane. And I can work with that. Yes. I can work with that. And I need to claim Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I can work instead with that. Instead of saying white passion. Yeah. Instead of saying white passion, <laughs> instead of like trying to post things of different countries that you have no idea about the idiosyncrasy of and how how it translates and the understanding of all this. Like I see people like Paraguay just passed, like in the past few days, that they're going to recognize Afro-Paraguayans, right? That's great. And I see people like posting it. I'm like... It's 2019. What are you... Right. Why are you celebrating this in 2019? It has to be acknowledged. But for people that... That's how I know, like, people are new. They're like, amazing news. I'm like, this is not fucking amazing news. And also that they're not people who, at a certain point, you got to be like, yo, motherfuckers, it's 2019. The fact that we're still celebrating people acknowledging humanity in 2019. Mm -hmm. There's something wrong. something very wrong with that. That's like celebrating that there's a community that now has light. Like, Like, it's 2019 that is a human right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, at a certain and, point, it is exhausting when you mm-hmm. think about the amount of work that had to go to recognize humanity mm-hmm. in 2019. That means that for eons, people were living as less than human, right, in their own spaces, and like nobody acknowledges that. Yeah. You're not like, saying that yes. this, like this news is actually trash. Exactly. You know, like people will not say it. I. It's amazing that we're we're being um, acknowledged after. 500 years? I should be happy? Thanks. Thanks. So I'm like, the people in Paraguay, they might feel like this is a victory. Yes. I'm sh- yeah, and, you know, and there was, a, and there was right. a fight and a struggle towards that. 
But they're probably also pissed as hell that yeah. this is 2019 and all these other countries have gotten the recognition. So the only person out of the city of God cast was the white, was the Blanquita? Okay. Or what? Maybe, what, yeah. she was Mulata in the movie? She's the only one that, that has, made that, made, that blew up, really, yeah. Queen of the South. Um, and, and all of the other black Brazilian actors are still where they're at. Remember when um, Rina Godriguez, because we're not even going to say her name. Rodriguez. <laughs> Rina Godriguez. Um, she inserted herself when we were all excited. We still are excited about Black Panther and Wakanda and how she wanted to piss on everyone's parade and say, where's the Latinx version? Where's the Latino Black yeah. Panther? And it's like, why, why, why did you wait for black people to have something for you to open your your stupid mouth? And so now they came up with El Chicano. I know. I posted about that. You saw it? El Chicano. I haven't seen it, but it's claimed nobody to be should. The first, the first Latinx superhero. And I was like, um, what about Spider Man and the Spider Verse? Right. Because they were Afro Latinos. They were. Oh, but the thing is, they're black. Right? But that shows you. You show the anti. You know, people love to show their anti-blackness, and they don't even realize it because in Chicano, they're like, oh, it's the first full cast of Latinx characters. And I'm looking at the picture, and all I see is pale. You know, pale and beige. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a white guy, an Anglo white guy that directed it. And so I'm like, this is this is your king. you know where am i being represented and so my whole thing with that again going back what identity are we talking about what latinx um community or membership or who's latinx community or membership are we talking about because all i saw and i kept seeing pictures of black panamanians black puerto ricans black colombians black brazilians with the x with the wakanda x and these pictures put on their sunday's best as black people yes to go watch this movie, and they felt seen. Mm-hmm. And Chicano, I don't stop. What, what am I looking at here? Like, <laughs> we're gonna wear that little mask. No, let me sh- let me pull up the cast because yeah, I did yeah. it. I was like, yeah. I'm like this. This your kid? That's, how, that's what it sounds like. But the thing is that I look at the cast. Look at the cast. Yeah. Wow. Everybody pale. George Lopez. So was the anti black society know that? Everybody pale. Hey. The only Ooh. the only little dark is George Lopez. Who is it. who we know is an anti black. Isn't that the motherfucker that divorced his wife after she gave him the, 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 the kidney or something? Oh, Lord. <laughs>